What's up? <laughs> Welcome back to the Unpublished Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Aaron, and I'm here with my wife. Savannah. Good to have you listening in. Uh, we are discussing this week distractions, which is kind of a, um, well, honestly, just before we started all this, both of us were literally sitting here. False. Do not indict me. Both in of statement. us. Both of us. I was not being distracted. Here, distracted from. You were being distracted. I was not. I was looking for a t-shirt that I want to buy. Uh Uh-huh. That's being distracted from the situation Mm -mm. at hand. So both of us were were, uh, scrolling our phones. And and then she was like, okay, are we going to do this or what? Whatever. I can't hear you. All right. So so this this week we are calling this episode Distractions. We're going to talk about the many distractions that we have in our lives. Uh, things that take away from maybe our goals or accomplishing our goals or doing things that are just productive in general. All right, welcome back to the Unpublished Podcast. Savannah always thinks it's weird when we like have that awkward little pause where I have to Because you don't let us talk. In. Like Yeah. You could just <laughs> pause it and then like restart it, but instead you just make us like awkwardly stare at each other. And because of what you did to me a couple of weeks ago where I was talking and I didn't know that we started, <laughs> and instead you just put it on there. Uh, now I'm terrified to say anything with the mics on. <laughs> uh, it's fun that way though. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna start out with um, one of the main distractions that we have. Wait, shouldn't we like ask each other? What do you think some distractions are in your life? Oh, okay. All right. So you're asking me. Okay. So one of my distractions right now is this mic. I feel like is not in a good position, but if I touch it, deja vu to last week. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop, mic yeah. drop, mic drop. I think she dropped it like four times. Yeah, it's fine. Anyways, I'll just do it. You can pull it towards you if you need Mm-mm. to. I'm not touching it. You can. It. You can. I've got it locked oh. in nicely this time. And look at that. Fascinating. It survived. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Speaking of distractions, um, well, we had to take a short little break there because we got a phone call from um, Savannah's cousin, Grace, who's also in our youth group. So. Didn't know if it was a heavy, deep conversation to be had or just a informative conversation. Hey, I can con- watch your kid conversation. Yeah. Informative conversation. All right. So we're, where were we at? We are discussing distractions, of course. Right. And uh, what are some of your main distractions? Yeah, but before I got distracted with that phone call, I had actually asked you first. Oh, you did ask For me sure. first. So um, the phone... What the specifically cell, the cell phone? phone is a major distraction, um, definitely. And I also feel like that that distraction has increased as, um, well, as this last year with quarantine, you're spending more time at home, you're spending more time disconnected from people, and not that social media or anything like that. <laughs> 
brings more connection. It just... It's so funny that it's called social media because it's literally not social. Like, how many people do you watch their Instagram stories or you, like, look at their post, but you never actually interact with mm-hmm. them? And so it's this platform where we're supposed to be social, we're supposed to make all of these new friendships and connections, and literally it doesn't happen. Like, we go to the app to be entertained, right. not to actually like socialize right and the, and we even we even will scroll people that past people that we know whether it's facebook or instagram or whatever platform you use um and not even not even press like we just see the information and go huh and move I on sometimes don't like your stuff yeah that's rude i, I took offense <laughs> to that um, I think I like every single one of your posts on you're purpose. Sweet. That way your feelings don't get hurt. And you know that you are seen and that you are loved uh, and you are known. Um, <laughs> that's an Enneagram uh, conversation happening <laughs> down low. But there are so many distractions. So the phone is definitely a distraction. Um, it, can, it can definitely move away. Also, another distraction of mine and Savannah is pointing to uh, my MacBook. And that really has to do with the Mac has um, so many projects that I want to do or accomplish. And some of those, I think we mentioned a couple episodes ago, some of those are good, have good intentions, but have literally had nothing to do with maybe the top priorities that need to get accomplished. And so it's just fun to learn more about podcasts or, you know, I'll literally um, be like, Hey, what are you doing on there? And you'll be like, I'm just like researching about podcasts. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, you have 700 other things that you could be doing, but obsessed. instead you're yeah, researching the, about podcasts. Obsessive. Um, where I, where there's something that that's interests me and it's new information and I want to learn more and know more. And I may not even practice or do any of the things that, um, that I'm, I'm learning or it's just, I like the information. So that can be a major distraction. Um, what else can be a distraction? Well, TV can be a distraction. Um, and when we sit down at night and sometimes when, when, you know, I've had a hard day at work, you come home and you want to unwind and you can get distracted by distracted by the TV. And that's just sitting down and you're zoning out and then, and the, the same thing with the phone, the same thing with the computer. You're not connected with your family. I'm not connected with you. Right. I'm not connected with the kids at all. And yeah, it, it can be detrimental for sure. And, and I think uh, we've really stepped away from like the TV at, since the beginning of 2021. Like obviously we were in quarantine, so we watched like a yeah. bunch of TV. But like since we've gotten out of quarantine, I feel like we have done a really good job of staying busy doing other things. Right. Than just like watching TV. Yeah, not just having it run constantly right. of, of something. Um, but just yeah, keeping it off completely. And then trying to limit even that screen time, um, even with uh with the kids as well. Um and our five year old specifically, because she wants to watch a movie. Can I watch a movie, Dad? Yeah, Can I every watch other movie, minute. Um and and there are times where that can that is needed, you know, if, if it's absolutely uh, nasty outside as far as weather-wise. We let her watch, like, a movie a day. Let's not pretend like we're the parents that 
like don't let our kids watch TV. And I say a day, but like on Saturdays, she gets to watch a movie. On Sundays, right. she gets to watch a movie. Like days that we have her all day. Um, and she like doesn't go to school or whatever. And then... Um, yeah, but most most school days, she's... Right. You it's know, like very rare that we even have right. a down second with therapies and church. Try to have her keep her uh, routine. She's got a set of chores that she does every day when she comes home from school. And then there's dinner and then there's bath time and then there's maybe a little reading a little playing and then and then it's bedtime but yeah trying to keep those things and a lot of hey please don't do that hey what are you <laughs> yeah. doing hey get off of him hey stop doing that no hey no <laughs> hey five minutes in your bedroom please yeah but those are so while all of that is going on simple distractions yeah sometimes it's easy to try to escape maybe what is going on yeah. by distracting yourself with a cell phone device, computer, yeah, TV, yeah, those things. Yeah. I feel like you can try and distract yourself from like your actual life and what's going on. And then you can distract yourself from relationships. Um, like, like you could distract yourself from our relationship or you could distract yourself from your relationship with the five-year-old. You know, you could distract yourself from relationships with church people. Like when you're at church and you like, sit at the front and play your guitar instead of socializing to set ambience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That can be a, um, a little bit of a, maybe a safety net for me there. Yeah. And it's an easy, it's an easy object. And this could, would go in, uh, psychologically probably, um, with, with placing an object between you and somebody else. And for me, because I enjoy music, it's easy to place an instrument and it doesn't appear to be something that I'm hiding behind, but at times, because Savannah knows me, um, <laughs> um, at times. So now people in our church, now if you see me playing a guitar, don't assume every time that um, I'm isolating myself and don't want to talk to but anybody. But 95% of the time yeah. is <laughs> I was about to, about to retract that, um, retract that statement a little yeah. bit there. All right. So we've seen the distractions that I have. Is there anything that you can say, Aaron, you have this other distraction? Oh, that what you that have? Be? That I have. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think that you're like really good at like you kind of already mentioned it, but like doing all of these little projects that like you distract yourself from the things that need to be done. Yeah. So like we're doing this podcast on like this piece of wood that you bought to build your desk with. Mm -hmm. And it's been sitting in our, I don't even know what we call that room. You're really going to go there for how many months? And like, your desk is still not built. And like granted, it's just a couple of days. It's been sitting there. A couple no, of days. it has been months before Christmas. Before we got our Christmas, Christmas. yes, it was I because with Amos, okay, and before we got our Christmas tree, so for several minutes it has been sitting there, and like yes, we've been busy, we've done a lot of things, but like this is a project. Like you work, you own your own business, you have a lot of like paperwork and things that you do. You put together two messages a week, one for Sunday school, one for Wednesday nights, mm -hmm. um, like you for like preaching or whatever. Um, like you have a need for a desk. And you've complained multiple times about sitting at the island and trying to work because we have two small children. You have a wife who's like, oh, hey, what do you think about this pepperoni? That like just <laughs> random things that don't matter. Um, and so like the need for you to have a desk is pretty great. But like 
you've been researching podcasts for weeks. Um, and so like right. the thing that has to be done is the last thing that you want to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I, I think we already discussed that a little bit. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that we shined a light on that one. Yeah. On the way that you distract yourself. Thanks. I now I feel very open and exposed. Well, welcome to me last week. <laughs> Literally had people, friends texting me and they were like, I'm not saying anything to you about this, but okay. I had a lot of people message about the mic drop. Um, I'm surprised I'm not a meme. That's why I like podcasts and not like video cast. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know. Me neither. All right, you're up. So what is, yeah, what are your main distractions? Um, I would say I try, like, my phone for sure because I'm a human being. Um, and, like, social media, it's super easy to, like, just jump on there and scroll. Um, but I try. Don't excuse yourself for being a human being. I have not met a human yet <laughs> that is on social media that does not use it as, like, a blocking tool of some kind. Like I honestly think in order to not have social media be a consumption for you, like a distraction, you don't like, you literally just don't have it. Um, because I think the way that it's the algorithms and the way that it works and the notifications and all of that is built to drag you back in. Um, and so, so Savannah is a huge, uh, (laughs) where she will like, she'll just disappear from social media for... And, like, I'm pretty active. Like, I post on my stories yeah. a lot. Like, I interact with a lot of people. I'm in an essential oils group. So, like, I have lots of friends right. that do not live in the state. Like, don't live anywhere, like, near me. And so that's how we keep connected. Um, so when you're when you're active, you're, like, 150%. Yeah. Compared to me. I'm not very active as in producing content right. on social media. I, right. I'm literally a scroller. Right. Um but but then you you get i don't know if you get overwhelmed you realize wow this is taking up so much of my time i think part and of me like the hard part is like like i'm i'm sharing parts of my life but mm-hmm. like am i really being an active member of my life so right. like when i'm at home with judah or when me and the 5 year old are doing something or like whatever like how much of my time have i spent capturing these moments and then how much of my time have i actually spent like being in that moment. Right. Um, oh, it's, that's definitely something that I would say I, I struggled with for a while yeah. as well because I love photography. And to enjoy the events or the things that we were doing, normally I'd have my camera with me trying to right. capture the moments when the true capturing of the moment was for me to put the camera aside and really capture the moment right. and enjoy and see the expressions and all those things and not from not just from behind the camera lens. So I've, I, f- I feel Here's like Here's a shameless gotten... plug for Bluegrass BB. We have our photos done <laughs> once a year and like I adore her and the work yep. that she has done and like the photos that we have from her because she allows like so we had just Aaron and I when I was pregnant with Judah and then when um, we got our five-year-old just a couple months back, we um, had all our pictures done again and it was with all four of us. And Mm -hmm. like the moments that she captured were breathtaking, like because it was all four of us just interacting and just being us. And she captured all of those genuine moments um, where like typically in all of our pictures, it's me and the kids or like just the kids or whatever. And you're not an active part of it. Um, And so if you do not do 
photography, like for your family, I would say just try it one time, but like call Bluegrass BB Lady and ask yeah. her to do it. Bluegrass BB Photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check her out on Instagram. She's on Facebook, I believe, as well. She's got a website. Yeah, Incredible. Sorry, that was, that was a little tangent distraction. Um, but with social media, like, oh, you were talking about how you get stuck oh, I was behind just mentioning, the lens. Yeah, you should get stuck behind the lens. And, yeah. And, um, and, I've, and even because I work with the uh, youth, right. I was doing the same thing. I'd have youth events, and I'd want to capture the event and capture uh, some photos of the event, and I'd have my camera out taking pictures, you know, so I can post it to Instagram and Facebook later right. so that everybody else in the world can see. And then part of it is there's that little pat on the back, like, Oh yeah, I'm doing, you know, ministry. I'm doing great things here and they're having a great time. And look at this event that I put together and there is that matter of pride. And instead just put the, put the camera aside right? and enjoy the moment. <laughs> I've I also think though, like for those instances, like you have another person's right. child. So like you want them to see like that, what they have either paid for or what they're sending them yes. to is like their kid having a good time and like building genuine friendships. Or like when you took pictures like for like our family, like when you've just, you know, I don't know, like taken pictures of a snow day or like right. when we went to the sunflower fields, so those kinds of things. Like in your mind, you're like Savannah will treasure these when the kids are grown. And yeah. that's true. I definitely will. But then it almost leaves you with like you've built these memories and these like captured moments for everyone, yep. but then who is doing that for you? Right, exactly. And that and that's neat when that happens as well. Well, even like um, oh, like the picture I got ministry. on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it was the sweetest picture. It literally brought tears to my eyes. Um, yeah, and there, uh, I, you will find that a lot of my my feed is 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 mostly me behind the lens right. of our family and uh and so yeah there are those moments so it i feel like i went to extreme and the other extreme as far as like with youth ministry where i'd get through an event would be done with the event and i would think oh there was not a single picture taken of the event right and um and there was that part of um well, you want parents who are involved as well, you know, who are sending their teenagers for this event. They want to be involved in a little in in ways as well. They want to see what's happening. And I realized I went to the other extreme and uh, for a period of time. And so then then I started just even using the resource of a um one of the teens in the youth group who enjoys photography um and saying, "Hey, what would you think about hey, just pulling out your phone or I can give you my camera and just snap in a couple shots. That's it. And then I could stay focused on the people, what's going on. The actual event. The actual event and uh, not being distracted by that. But Mm -hmm. that was another distraction (laughs) over to my side. So back to you. Yeah. So social media, I do this like where I like take social media breaks. So over probably before Christmas started, um, I took, and it seems like to fall that way almost every year, um, where like Christmassy time rolls around and I just kind of unplug from my phone for a while. Um, when not last year, the year before, I think 2019, I didn't like, I went from posting pretty regularly to like not posting anything for months, like several months. Yeah. There Um, were, (laughs) there were people that I think thought that something was up between um, 
you know, Savannah and I or um, this something, you know, something was going on. And so I actually had um, and I could I could pull up messages right now. I have, I have two different individuals who reached out to me saying hey is savannah okay is everything is everything okay i just get so overwhelmed (laughs) and i think it has a lot to do with like my personality and who i am but like i want to be able to like see the beauty in the mundane of life and so like like one of the things that i get like comments on on my Instagram stories a lot is just like my like in the morning when I make a cup of coffee like mm-hmm. I set my phone on one of the shelves and record like me pouring latte art well like latte art's a really big thing right now so like obviously people think that's cool or whatever but like to me it's such just like a simply beautiful part of my day which is probably sounds dumb to anyone who doesn't understand that but like to me I look forward every day to waking up to like deciding what kind of latte I'm gonna have and then like pouring a piece of latte art and like I could get weird about the <laughs> contrast and the colors and all of those things but like it just brings me joy and so like trying to capture more of those moments um anyways I can <laughs> get easily distracted on social media and talking about social media and the pros and the cons and all of that um but so phone social media is one I can get distracted like scrolling on um like Poshmark or which is like a clothing buying um app um or facebook i'm in a couple of like buy sell trade or facebook marketplace like online or shopping amazon. yeah well i don't really scroll on amazon much i think that you do is more not true scrolling on amazon hold on if i'm looking f- oh don't do hold it. on <laughs> i'm a wish list keep talking but i'm about to i'm gonna add to cart person but never hits by now so like i like to build carts in my online shopping profiles but i never actually purchase them because like None of the things are actual things that I need. And I think in real life, I'm kind of... That's another psychological thing that's going on there. And and that could be a whole nother topic is online shopping or shopping in in general. I've gotten a lot better. Something about the... Something is released in your your mind um, when you go to purchase something or, or just before you purchase something, which is where that comes but i've play. switched to buying a lot more like ethical clothing which are higher price tag clothing and right. so i'm learning to like save for pieces that will last a long time instead of just like going to target and splurging and like spending 50 bucks here and there okay or like right. stop hold on <laughs> so i just pulled up amazon and here's what happens savannah will add something to the cart. if i laugh and just talk over you can no one hear what you're saying <laughs> when savannah adds something to the cart and i go in and i need to just purchase you know, something, something small or a couple items or something. And she's got a few items in the cart, which there's, that's the reason there is a wish list. So I end up removing it from the cart and just throwing it over into saved items, which then builds up (laughs) over time. And so currently there are 218 items in the saved items. Um, because okay here's what happens like some of those are coffee cups some of them are cloth diapers some of them are clothing some of them are kitchen items diffusers okay oily stuff like see and so it's just things that i don't actually need but i'm like oh if we ever came into a lot of money like those could be fun purchases those are cute whatever yeah (laughs) but like i don't actually want them or need them wicker wicker anything wicker tan uh okay anyways this this is just a big distraction yeah 
Um, so I kind of, I didn't quit watching TV at the beginning of the year, but like really tried because we were big Netflix, Hulu, like what's mm-hmm. the word? Not purgers, binge watchers. Yeah. Um, and so at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm going to read more books. And I'm learning that books can be just as much of like a checkout entertainment than a picture on a screen. Um, so I would say books can be a distraction. Um, cooking can be a distra- distraction, like where, you know, the kids may be losing their mind or something. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go make some brownies, <laughs> you know, and just like not dealing with whatever the problem is. Um, what else? What else distractions do I have? Cleaning. Like if you and I have a conversation that we need to have, I'll be like, well, the house has not been cleaned from top to bottom in two days. So therefore I'm going to start in this corner and work my way through the whole house. Or it could have literally been cleaned that morning. But if Savannah and I have an argument or she gets upset, she angry cleans. I don't yeah. know if that's a term, but she angry cleans. Mm-hmm. And um, then our house is doubly clean. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes then we have brownies afterwards. So it's <laughs> Anything else that you would say I use as a distraction? I was really upset that like books became a distraction. Like I'm really irritated by that. Yeah. Like the other day, I was reading. We also like audiobooks too, so that can be yeah. a little bit of a distraction. They're not because I can't have anything. So I'm not an auditory learner at all whatsoever. Like negative auditory learner. And so if I'm trying to learn something, like auditory, is that the right word? I think so. Um, that it has to be silent, and I need to be able to like focus on that. So it. The middle of last year, I ended up getting noise-canceling headphones because, like, a lot of big noises stress me out, and we have two small kids, um, and so, obviously, there's a lot of noises in our house. Um, she wears them all day, every that day. That is so false. Stop. <laughs> no, but, like, if you are going to, you know, not be home until later, and I've got to make dinner, and, like, all of these things, then I'll put those in and, like, listen to some music or sometimes an audiobook mm. um, to be able to, like, cancel out the noise, but... Like, if I want to listen to preaching, then, like, I really struggle in a service because if people aren't, and I do this, like, I'm terrible at sitting still, but, like, if people are shifting in their seats or, like, I can hear them flipping in their notebooks or, like, if there's a baby in the room or anything like that, I'm like, what's being said? Um, Savannah probably has ADHD without having been diagnosed with it. I don't know. I got tested when I was a kid and I always came back negative. Um, But, yeah, I really struggle with, like, auditory learning. So... Mm. Headphones aren't a big one for me. You get, yeah. What else? Um, the other major distractions? I really think it's your phone. Like, not yours, like Aaron's phone. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. the phone in general. Yeah. I think that that's the biggest way. Like, think about any time that you're in a conversation and, like, things get awkward. You're like, well, let me check my phone. Any time that, like you don't know what to do next you're like well let me check my phone well and that goes back to kind of that safe place or that object that you place in front of you and the other person when things get like she said like savannah said um in an awkward situation or you're in out in a public place and you're attempting to socialize or um, you're meeting new people, the natural thing to do is to pull out your phone. Yeah. And you may be looking at nothing at yep. all. You're just looking at like the time. Oh, it's like 1030. It's 1031. 
Okay, got seventy six percent battery. <laughs> good. All right, I'm I'm all good to go. But you're acting like you're taking reading some important email or something when you're not. So the phone is definitely a huge distraction. Um, I'm gonna recommend a uh, Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma, and it is very eye opening to this issue, this problem that in our society we are so distracted by our phones and the impact just even that social media has and the continuous scrolling and how it has affected even our young people, our teenagers, and even our our preteens who now have phones. You know, yeah. we have um, kids that are five, six, seven years old that are that are now, you know, have phones and they have the access and and uh, and there can be use, obviously there's uses for this tool and there are safe ways and you can protect and all those but things. But I really think that that is like what we use in our minds. Like, oh no, I'm doing right. good with this. Like, I am contacting people that like like the other day you had someone message you from like your childhood and you guys talked about like where he was and where yep. you were and like the Lord and all of this stuff, which like. Without social media, that could have never right. happened. But that one instance does not overrule our imbalance with all of these other like areas or like having one positive does not deter 20 negatives. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's, it's made us very connected and very disconnected all at the same time. So we can call each other at any time of the day, can text each other at any time of the day, uh, and yet, there's a part of it that that ruins maybe the moment of, you know, me getting home from work and uh, not having had any conversation. You know, back in the back in the good old days, I say hey, that tongue in home. yeah, I say that tongue in cheek. But back in the old days, you know, you you just didn't have a phone. Um, you know, if there was an emergency. Um, you may call into to the work office. Well, like or the other day, my phone had one percent <clears throat> battery, yeah. and I'm driving not my regular car. I'm driving um, Marcy and Allen's Gold Van, which is like their backup vehicle that they don't drive anywhere but like twelve minutes into town and back because it's not between the few families we've had vehicles go down <laughs> and backup vehicles go down. Yeah, it's so not the most reliable, fun. and so I was like, it won't be a big deal. Like I'm just gonna run here and back. But then I was, and then I was like, and if anything were to happen, I could just like ask someone to use their phone, and then I stopped because have you ever had anyone ask you to use your phone? It's this like awkward, like no, my phone is mine. What? Yeah. Why don't you have a phone? <laughs> like what are you trying to do with my phone? Like what's going on here? Like to the point where like you were just saying back in the day, you know, you broke down. Well, so-and-so would pass you you on the road. They would stop. You would like be helped. And then you would knock on the person's door and say, Hey, can I use your phone? Walk in and use their phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely a very different society that we live in. So yeah, highly recommend social dilemma. It's very eye opening. Yeah. To, and these are these are the top dogs of all the social media platforms: Google, Facebook, Instagram. And they're talking from their own experience. These are, these are guys who have created the product and are are describing the dangers yeah. that they have. And and um, well, have you heard about the 
there's this thing it's called um filter dis something but like all of these young girls are going into plastic surgeons and they're saying hey i want to look like this and they pull Mm -hmm. up a picture of someone and it's literally someone that has a filter on to make their skin smooth to make their nose thinner to make them have higher cheekbones to make their like cheeks hollowed more all of these things that literally just aren't even real like there's no person looks like that um but all of these i say young girls but like all of like our generation, everyone is looking at these and feeling less than, or, you know, there's a girl that I follow on social media and I've never met her. Um, but like just through, I don't even know how, like I got to following her, but like, she has a really pretty feed. Her and her husband live in Denver, like all of these things. And she, I don't think it's intentional at all, but like, she seems to live this really beautiful life. And so I can find myself being like, oh, well, if I was this girl, then like, I wouldn't have to deal with that. And that's such a false statement because social media gives you this ability to share the highlight reel and not the real life. Like the people that you talk to on an everyday basis, the people that you tangibly touch, like they are your life they see you they know you they are choosing to be a part of your life and yet we look at all of these people that we've never met or these distant people that like we're friends quote unquote with and we see what they have and we think we're missing out Mm -hmm. and so social media has really just robbed us of the life that we have um and in and so like saying because so and so has it when they don't either right right yeah, definitely, definitely can get overwhelmed with those thoughts of, and like like Savannah said, it's all highlights of your life. You're not going around um, documenting the the bad times of the day, the bad moments of the and day. And the people that do, though, I literally am just like, yes, like <laughs> I am here for that. Like, please tell me about the bad parts like talk to me like i'm an actual like friend if this is social media like if this is a platform for us to engage with one another and to talk to one another like why don't we share those parts like and and those are good as well but even in the midst of that you can still get distracted you can you know uh (laughs) you can even go on a social media group and talk about how bad your day was and in the midst of doing that you're being distracted as well. So, I mean, there, I guess like you're talking on social media and like talking yeah, exactly. about the problem with the people instead of actually addressing like the real problem. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like ah, hashtag screaming kids in the background, <laughs> real life, yeah. you know, that kind of uh, idea. So yeah. uh, there definitely is a balance. And um, I think if the intentions are, are right in wanting to help other people, or wanting, Do you think that the negative outweighs the good? As far as the content? As far as social media as a whole. Like, if <laughs> if we were our grandparents' age and, like, we saw the effects of social media and we knew what was going on, would we encourage our, like, this generation to have a social media? Like, am I going to tell Judah... Like, hey, yeah, start an Instagram page. Hey, yeah, follow these people. Oh, yeah. but like, like I, I for, really. I think for our. And maybe it's different for, for guys. social media. I think it probably can be held off for as long as Ever. you possibly could. Yeah. 
And there are, and there are people I know that, that are completely disconnected as far as social media goes. Like we, so some fine, of your closest they, friends, they don't, this is the story that like care less. forever will crack me up. Like we were planning to go to California yeah. and your like one of your best friend's wife was pregnant mm. and was going to have her baby while we were out there. And you had no idea. Yeah. Like you did not know that his wife was pregnant. You did not know how far along she was. Like you had no idea. And then yeah, I got my feelings hurt and just, yeah, and we got, did you know before we got out there? Yeah. Yes. I think someone I think else let it slip or something, but like, it was just so funny, but he is like, he is not, he does not have a social media yeah, at all. Nope. And then his wife does, but like is not active yeah, very, at all. Like yeah. very minimal. Um, and it's just that to and me. And honestly that, I mean, they're the better for it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, the and less... like, as I'm sitting here saying this, I'm like, Ooh, tomorrow I'm not going to post on social media. Like I might just be <laughs> done. And I have a friend who's doing that right now. Like she has like totally stepped away from it and like, is not posting anything and like not sharing anything. And, um, I don't know. Like there's this so could be much. It. We could post this, um, episode and be done. Yeah. No more. That'd be it. Yeah. But it's not, neither one of us are going to do that. No. And, and, and I think that there's such it, like there's such a draw to not like having a social media, but then I'm like, but then no one would know that I didn't have a social media. <laughs> like no one would know that I'm like of this small group of funny. us that like I, didn't have a right. social media. I think it's funny, and um, if you're this person, don't get your feelings hurt. But I think it's funny when people are like, um, I'm checking out, no longer on facebook i'm gonna or take a break yeah or, or just, just like, like i'm leaving this i'm leaving this forever and that that's basically the statement that's made and literally a day or two later yeah i see another post from them I'm like huh that wasn't a very long break or that, you didn't really leave yeah. at all i don't do but that let's it just, just shows, clarify I, yeah no no i you, just you drop yeah. off the map just like i do in my real life relationships i'm just like peace out i'll talk to you <laughs> never <laughs> um yeah so social media is definitely so talking about that's Facebook, Instagram, uh, and those platforms. What would you say about technology in general? So here's where I would see you mentioned earlier positives versus negatives. The positives would be in this time right now where we are so where we are. I say being forced to be disconnected and this is the only form of connection. Social medias or like our phones? Social media or, or our phones. So think about this, just even like our church services when we were down for three months and then down for another couple of weeks. Um, during that time, if we had absolutely no technology, no social media, we would have been for the better for it. You you really think that? I think if so, like if we didn't have a live stream to plug into, yeah. it would push you to either decide to read your Bible for yourself right. and to like figure it out on your own, or it would push you to be like, okay, that's not a priority for me. Yeah. And like maybe you say, well, them getting like, What's the verse that talks about um, 
hearing by the preacher. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing yes. by the word of God. But like if you are distressed, so if I am listening to a live stream mm-hmm. and I'm scrolling on my phone or the kids are playing or like I'm thinking about da 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 am I hearing it? No. No. And that's, that and would so, probably be up your alley a little bit where you have a, where you struggle concentrating yeah. in those And so like I think it would be better and maybe... Alan, please don't take offense to this. But like, I think if there wasn't a live stream, it would push people to do it and not to rely on the preaching to like bring up spiritual things. I think when we were in quarantine, like what did we do? We saw people going on hikes. We saw people doing this. We saw people doing that. And so then we felt worse that we were just eating a lot of waffles. (laughs) Like we didn't think about it as it like, Oh, we're all doing this together. We're all huddled up together, blah, 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 blah. Would it have mattered more to you to have received like phone calls on a phone mm-hmm. or letters in the mail oh. than like a text message or like oh, real old school a DM? There. Well, like there's a lady in our church that sends out um, cards every yeah. once in a while. And like it's just so sweet to me that she would take the time. Yeah to sit down, put pen to paper and like fill out this card that she purchased a card for me with my intention in mind that she spent 39 cents on a stamp and then mailed it to me. Um, like just those little things for, and this is just my personal opinion. Like for me, I think like that is more social contact. That is more intentional than scrolling past a post and liking it or sending a text message or, any of those things, like I, I don't, and I don't know, like maybe I could be totally wrong. Maybe people are listening to this and like, what in the world? But I have honestly thought, and we've not had this conversation, but like, I, so as a stay at home mom, like, why do I need a phone? Like, what is the point? Like I am home 95% of the day. I leave to go pick up our five-year-old from school and then come home. Yeah. Um, we live on the church property, so there's no like going back and forth from church. Um, if I'm not at church, I'm at the grocery store. I'm at Allen and Marcy's. I'm like somewhere with someone that has a form of contact. Um, and so. And I guess I guess for me, in in the situation like you just talked about there, where if you didn't have a phone. Um, you know, and I'm thinking about just an example this past week where you called me and I was out in town and you called me saying, hey, someone walked on the church property, knocked on the door, and I have no idea who it is. That that conversation would not have happened. Nothing would have happened, uh, actually. And, um, and so for me, having that protective... But it's still like I have, like, so if I didn't have a phys- like a cell phone, we would have a phone at our house like you're a, saying like a landline yeah okay. <laughs> like right. and so i'm not saying like we yeah. would go back to like pigeons taking our mail but like i don't I, telegrams yeah i just don't know that the benefit of social media outweighs no i agree the negatives i, I, I just I, I and see like where... being in contact with someone all the time like what you just talked about like when you get home you know, like you've already kind of been a part of my day because you text me like, Hey, how's your day going? Like, Hey, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Hey. Um, and like, I do the same thing to you or, um, like we have a family group message. And so like we post things in that throughout the day Mm -hmm. instead of getting together 
you know, and on Sunday lunch, when we all get together, like being able to be like, oh my goodness, you will not believe what so-and-so did this week. Ha 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 ha. And I think more information gets passed and shared than probably needs to get passed and shared. What was that John Mayer thing that he said? It was ingenious, whatever he said. I don't know what he said. Okay, you talk and I'm going to try to find it. Um, I think what it has done as well is it's affected our memory and something you just brought up there where, you know, you have been disconnected. Let's say you're disconnected for the week and then you come together with uh, people that you know and and then you have to recall the events of the week. And uh, I do think that having social media or having this technology has affected our memory in, in, in sorts. I, there are times that I, I feel like, man, I, I just can't remember um, and those things. And, and I'm, I'm so reliant on the technology. You know, I, you, we use the calendar all the time and we have a joint, you know, calendar that when I put something into, in, you know, it notifies you. If you put something in, it notifies me that way we're on the same page. So those things can be great and can be organizational. Um, but I, I also feel it has affected our, our memory or our recall. Um, Something else that maybe I would have a little bit of a rebuttal for for the advantage of technology in our age would be, or at, at this time, this period of time, would be the, the, the loved ones that are in the hospital and have absolutely no contact with people on the outside. Does that make sense? Yeah. Those people who are sick or are, and it's, it's just, it's incredibly sad to even have that scenario of not having any connection at all, not being able to go there, be by the bedside, see them, um, and be a comfort of, of, of sorts. And so I would say technology is an, is a good thing in that instance where you have families who would have absolutely no ability to see their loved ones in the hospital. They get to, uh, because of technology, be able to see and be somewhat of a part of that. So, um, but this is, a, this is a very, very broad topic, and we're talking about distractions as the topic, but we moved over into technology and social media because I believe this is one of the main distractions that we have um as a as a society today yeah for sure and i think like part of that i I didn't find it it was so good he just talked about how um we were never like us as humans were never designed to have this much content being thrown at us we were never designed to be able to like see all of these different people's lives and their platforms and everything that they have to say um and so you know, think about like biblically, they were like, they in the, in like Bible times, they could not like, okay. So Mary and Martha, you've talked a little bit about like when Lazarus died, Mm. Mary and Martha, Martha had no idea even where Jesus was, where like now if Lazarus would have died and Mary and Martha were waiting on Jesus to get there. They would just pick up their phone, see where he last yeah. posted. It would have been a find my Jesus app. Exactly. Okay. You're making light <laughs> of my statement, but like they're, 
there was a more form of faith, I think, and of trusting and like yeah. just like an actual relationship had to be built. And I think, I mean, would Jesus nowadays have a social media? I don't think so. Like there's so much that can be misconstrued and that can be missed on a social media platform. Um, yeah. And that's a, I mean, that's a huge question. Would Jesus use social media as a no. gospel outreach? No. I don't know. I don't know. No, he was a humble, lowly man. And I don't ever see him like, like even when he had followers on earth, what did he do? He turned them away. Like he'd never spoke to these huge crowds and like, did like anytime there was this huge crowd or following, he sent them away. So he didn't. Yeah. After, after he taught them and after he spoke to them and after he ministered to them, after he healed, healed them. So you and I are probably going to disagree on this. Um, but I think just one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I, I, I think that if there are any positives, okay. Would Jesus have had the social media or would Peter have followed him around him and like, okay, Jesus, wait, I'm not live yet. Yeah. That would have been the instance. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, I, I don't see Jesus taking selfies and and uh, uh, hanging with my lambs. <laughs> <laughs> Disciples in the house. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I, but I, I, you know, and it's hard. It's hard to put that into yeah. It's just a such a different like you know, society, and, and we're not being disrespectful at all no, to that, to who yeah. Jesus is. Um, but we are humans. We have this technology, and I, I do I think that there's good, but the devil is going to take any good tool definitely, and completely definitely. spin it so, for bad. So let me throw this at you since you since you uh, opened that can of worms. Whatever. Aaron keeps saying because, that I'm the one that's trying to be preachy when in this relationship. <laughs> anyone that knows us for real knows because, that that's not the truth. Because, uh, so, so music you just mentioned Satan can take anything and twist it and make it his own, right? right. So music has that same uh, ability, right? There is good music and there's music that Satan has taken and he's twisted it and made it his own. And we don't have time to discuss what that kind of music is, but uh, music that, you know, that just specifically uh, uplifts Satan, obviously, is, is evil. Uh, but it's something that Satan has taken. Music is a gift that God has created, right? God right. made. Uh, and I guess that would be the difference between this situation and that. But is that Satan uh, can take something and it can be used for evil. But does that mean I completely stop listening to music? You know? Um, I think, no, but like, okay, so using that same example... But you put boundaries on the things that you listen to. Like, I've Definitely. never heard you listen to music that's, like, degrading to women or that's, like, got filthiness in it. Like, right. like no, like, you put you put boundaries on the music right. that you're willing to listen to. So, that, so what boundaries do you have for your social media? Exactly. What boundaries do you have to make sure that you're not scrolling all day? What ba- Like, and you have, which I'll let you talk to, about the covenant. Which comes to uh, your screen time, and you can actually... You can actually do this in your, I don't know if you, well, most people would know this. I didn't know this. Uh, that you can actually go in your settings and um, and basically shut you off from specific apps at a certain time. You did it for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you It was that. like, I don't know how to get back there, though. I did it when the <laughs> app first came out because I was like, oh, yeah, this so is cool. So let's, let's, let's be a little um, transparent. transparent here. 
and expose our distractions. All right, let's go. So screen time. And I just feel like it jumped up from what it just was. Because you were probably just scrolling during the whole podcast. <laughs> My well, average I've just had it open for is three hours and 15 minutes a day. Your daily average is three hours and 15 minutes a day. Yes. All right. So let's go through yours a little bit and then we'll come to mine. Okay. Um, <laughs> My so what's social. Your, what's your top? What's your top? So in your categories, it'll show uh-huh. there what's what you spend most of your time on. So what's your top category? Social. Let me see if you have the same page open. Okay. But what's the specific app? Instagram. Okay. So Instagram is your top, basically, social yes. media platform that yes. they use. What's what's next? Safari. Safari. So that's just random searches. That's like probably for thousands of things. Any and, question and that I have, I'm like, oop, Google, let me know this. <laughs> that's my Enneagram five wing coming through. What's your uh, what's your number three top? Messages. Top? Messages. All right. And then marysholelife.com. What even is that? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to spend some screen time trying to figure out what... <laughs> I guess it's a thing. So my my daily average is five hours and seven minutes. And that's, of course, based off of this last And you week. work full-time and I'm at home do, all of the time. I do. So my top category... Ooh, I'm feeling category, better about myself. You're welcome. Is Thank Facebook. You're welcome for the boost. Is Facebook. Yeah, is you Facebook. scroll Facebook so much and I hate Facebook. <laughs> I scroll Facebook a bunch. And then I also use Facebook for all of our church events and stuff and so i'm constantly putting uh, stuff up for church and you know i'm i'm the administrator for our our youth group facebook page and our church facebook page right or one of the administrators at uh at least and so i'm constantly using that platform so not that there's that is any excuse whatsoever that's like five percent of your five hours um, i still do scroll facebook in and in and that's not even your laptop scrolling because you also scroll on your laptop a lot that's true that is, that is very true Ooh, so thank you for this is embarrassing for so you number two, <laughs> number two for me is podcast podcast which so, is so new because before we started this you like were not a podcast person i've I li- in this relationship I listen to i listened to uh two podcasts are you gonna drop them and that was then? it yeah i think i already dropped it it, okay. it is our uh, our good friend Jared Williams, or as he's called on his show, Little Jerry, um, <laughs> uh, and he he has the Restructured podcast. So you can go check them out, and he uh, discusses the Bible, and uh, he's more godly than this. Yes, yeah, so much more godly. Uh, little Jerry is, is is no, he they're good friends of ours. And uh, in the ministry, and uh, he has a love for for Jesus. He has a love for God's word, and he has a love for interpreting God's word correctly. So that's basically what the the podcast is based off of: is restructuring our minds of how we interpret God's word. And so I'm dropping them. Uh, I also uh, listen to um, uh, another podcast, which I, I enjoy personally: is Brad McClure. Uh, he's also a good friend of ours, and he has a podcast called Pulpit to Pew, and uh, and he's got basically like a daily, uh, not a daily, uh, a weekly devotional. Um, 
that he'll teach through, and he's usually teaching through a book of the Bible. And so I'll listen to that. So yeah, um, and those were those were pretty much the main podcasts that I listened to before that, and then I've picked up a bunch of others that um, I enjoy. All right, and then number three would be messages as well. So we spend a lot of time communicating. So scroll down, and it says pickups. Yep. What is your average pickup? First used after pickup is messages. No, like so it just says last week's average and like your pickup. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. I'm under daily average. So I went to my week. Let's see. I'm under week. Let me see here. Pickups. Okay. Yeah. Pickups. Daily average. 72. Okay. And I have 112. Whoa. Yeah. So beat you on that one. And then at the very bottom. It's your most pickups on one day. Um, 176. Mine was 86. Mm. And then on the very bottom of your notifications. So I actually do work at work. Okay. Good job. So the just, time spent Just when there, you're home. The time spent Just there, when you're home. <laughs> you spend all of that time is, on social media. It literally media. is at home. Cool. And most people will know. Whatever. Uh, most people that know me know that I hardly pick up my phone at work. Um, and anyone that has been in our house any amount of time, <clears throat> Grace, knows that Aaron's <laughs> the scroll master. Your um, notifications. How many notifications do you get an average in a week? Daily average notifications, 65. <laughs> but, but I don't know how that works uh, because I have most of my notifications shut off. Oh. Because I don't want to see, like, I got a like on Facebook and it pops onto. My, I have a I don't know 181. If, if that works that way at all. But yeah, my top one is messages because I, yeah, okay. I don't have Facebook or. Instagram or any of those. My screen time just went up a minute, so we're going to need to shut our okay. phones pretty soon. <laughs> um, now I'm going to be like trying to beat my last high schooler. So that is uh, distractions. And so let us know what are your main distractions. Also, let us know your screen time, please, because that's just going to fascinate me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to be encouraged or feel better about ourselves. If At you, least Aaron if you does, because I already higher, feel good about myself. If you have a higher screen time uh, than we do. So check us out on our Instagram uh, page, the unpublished podcast. And um, you can also find us on Podbean. Uh, I recently switched platforms. And the reason I switched platforms uh, was so that we can have a little more interaction. And Podbean just seems to be a little more interactive platform. You can go on there. You can download the Podbean app. You can follow us. You can like. You can comment. And so we encourage you to do that. Or even if you're just listening um, off of Apple Podcasts or Amazon Music or Spotify, then you can find us um, either on our Instagram or email us at theunpublishedpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Uh, We want to have some feedback on the distractions that you might have in your life. All right. Are there any last comments or things we want to share before we wrap this up? All right. Go ahead. Favorite things. Um, favorite thing number one is 
I wasn't ready for this. I just know that we share them at the end. Oh, <laughs> food. I read this book. No, I read this book this week called The Suicide House, and it was so good, like ridiculously Sounds a good. Little dark. It so, so it's I want a you murder. To a it's bit. a murder mystery thriller, and like kind of the presence, presence pretense. I don't know. Whatever. Kind of the idea of the book is that there was a murder that happened on like a prep school ground and anyone that was like involved that night or there that night when the murder happened has now returned to the train tracks to step in front of the train. And so like, as the book unfolds, like there's all of this stuff going on and like, I can't say any more than that because it would give away, but like the title is not as daunting as the actual book is. It's like a very dramatic title. The book is very dramatic, but like, it's not at all like, dark and depressing and all that stuff. Um, But it's very, very good. Lots of twists and turns, lots of mind bending, like very good. And like I said, it's a murder mystery thriller type book. And those are not my like jam typically, but I (laughs) love that book. It's a library book. And I actually gave it to a friend of mine and I was like, listen, this is a library book. Don't mess with it. But like, please read this so that we can talk about it, please. Um, And I was sitting on the couch by Aaron and I was like, oh my gosh, you're never going (laughs) to believe what's happening. Um, So that for sure, for sure. You're talking so much with your hands. It's making so much extra noise. Sorry. (laughs) It's because I can't sit still. Um, This is why I usually like sit in the back of the services now because I'm just a spazoid. Also, I was trying to find a chai that I really liked, a loose leaf chai. So like you have a chai that you like, a chai Mm -hmm. tea, um, but you like spicy chais and I don't. And so I had been like trying a bunch and I bought a couple, not too many, just a few different boxes of chai to like try them. Um, And I found one that I kind of liked, but like it just wasn't doing it for me. And so then I went to Marcy's on Sunday and she had one and it's like a sweet cinnamon chai. It's... (laughs) So good. So probably when we're done with this podcast, probably not. It's going to be too late. But tomorrow I'm definitely going to make a chai tea. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll probably see it in my stories. Um, And then thirdly, none of my stuff is going to be about food. Why not? Well, I'll I'll cover the food section then. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Thirdly, there is an essential oil that like I'm just really loving. It's called KidSense because it's for children and it's like Kid Power or Kid Pro or something. And it's like a courage oil for children, like I said. But it smells like a dreamsicle mixed with a honeysuckle. It just smells so good. And it's like the perfect comforting smell. And I've been wearing it as perfume the last couple of days. And I'm like, mm, this is lovely. Sounds good. Yeah. A couple of my favorite things from the week. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. And the fact that Baby Judah now says please. He does. We've worked so hard at that. That and needs somehow, to be celebrated. Yeah, we, we've been trying to teach him. And we, we'll say the words please. And then we'll do the sign language please. Uh, and many parents out there probably know what that is. <laughs> um, but he all of a sudden, it was this week. He, he would just, not do it. Out of the blue. Like refused yeah, to he, say please. Like we would and have we a just cookie. thought he didn't understand. We would have a cookie in front of his face, and we'd be like, "Okay, Judah, say please. Okay, Judah, say please." And he would just whine. Uh, yeah, and, and so we thought we he, he didn't understand it. We all, thought we had a dumb kid. We're pretty sure. Um, yeah, on Sunday morning, I was just like out of the blue. Yeah, I was. I did not ask for it. He wanted another bite of his pancake, <laughs> and he just started rubbing his chest, and I was like. Mm. Baby Judah, say please. And he rubbed his chest again. And I was like, get out of here, you big turd. Yeah. And now he, yeah, he'll, he'll rub his, for rub his chest. And then he has that. He's so cute. To say please. Mm. All right. A couple things before we wrap this up. 
Um, a couple of favorite things. All right, we went to Chillburger mm. on uh, was it Friday? Yeah. Um, yeah, Savannah picked up uh, a five-year-old from school, and she got home, and I was like, let's go. It's Friday. Let's go. Fun day, uh, Friday. Get something to eat. Yeah. So we went and got Chillburger, and Chillburger has one of the best, the best hamburgers, um, a tick below in and out Burger. Honestly, it's the last so one that close. I had was so good. It's so close. We it's probably really should good. eat there tomorrow. Probably. So, um, yeah, Chillburger is a great burger. So if good. If you're local here in southern Indiana, um, and I don't even know if they have any chains larger than that. I think they're very, very local. Um, but yeah, really, they put really good. peanut butter on your burger. Yeah. And like, sounds and first, so weird. So good. Uh, yeah. Then, at first you're like, what in the world? Yeah. But what, what happens is the peanut butter, um, and I've started doing it at home. If we grill burgers, I'll put peanut butter on the hamburger patty and it just brings out, I don't know, all the flavors Flavor out of, out of the, uh, out of the meat, out of the burger. And uh, yeah, and then I love peanut butter to start with, and then it just has that taste to it. And, and they it had makes a you smoked, have jalapenos on it. They had a smoked applewood cheese too mm-hmm. that like you could try, and we tried that, and it was it's delicious. Ridiculous. And it's called the Elvis Burger. That's the one you want to get, and you want to yep. add jalapenos and pickles to it. Yeah, yeah. The jalapenos, so the little spice with, with that the peanut, sweet butter, peanut butter, with the drooling. with the uh, yeah the flavors of the hamburgers. Yeah, really, really good. Mm. Um, any other favorite things this week? Oh, I tried um, Sprite Ginger. So I'm a huge ginger ale fan. I thought you were just going to say drinker. Um, <laughs> just a heavy drinker. Um, no, I love I love any type of ginger ale. Not any type, but there are... I love ginger ale. He likes spicy things like spicy chai, yeah, spicy ginger drinks. Exactly. And then I and I've always I I think it's been around for a little bit, but I've avoided it. But I thought that Sprite ginger actually was pretty good. It had that great little ginger flavor and kick, and then it had the roundedness of the of the lemon lime from Sprite. All right, I think that's much it. last little life update we've not eaten curry yet this week yeah surprise so this may be did the we have first pizza week. this week i think we did we did on sunday yeah but this may be the first shout out week. to ethan <laughs> ethan for uh buying the fam us. pizza yeah. um but this may be the first week that we don't eat curry in like eight weeks <laughs> <laughs> we did have tonight see i'm still on the topic of food so this will be my my top three. We did, I had four, so we did have pork chops and cheese grits. They with were apple like, pork chops. Yeah, apple. It's got the like chopped apples, and it's what's the word I'm looking for? Glazed almost. Um, and then you you dump that over top of the cheese grits. It's ridiculously good. It's really good. Ridiculously yeah. good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. We had some good steak, broccoli casserole, and rice. We're going to have spaghetti and meatballs, homemade meatballs later this week. Our meal for this week, I'm very excited about. <laughs> like, I was sitting down doing it, and I was like, you know what? Let's just go all out. Why not? <laughs> uh, we love food yeah. probably too much. Maybe we should have just had a food podcast. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
<laughs> Come back next week and we'll break down our meals and meal planning. Uh, that's not a bad idea. All right. So we are uh, okay, we bye. Are over. Yeah, we are over an hour. So we've, uh, we've wasted a ton of your time. Distracting uh, you from yeah, whatever exactly. it is you need to be doing right now. Yeah. Um, but we encourage you to reach out to us. Uh, we Watch are, The Social Dilemma. Reach out to us. Yep. The Unpublished Podcast at Gmail. Or find us on Instagram, The Unpublished Subscribe, podcast. like, share us with your friends. Give us a review. What thank else? You, thank you very much. Uh-huh. I think that was it. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>